On today's episode, Coca-Cola sent out a mandatory racial sensitivity training to its employees, urging them to be less white. The training, created by Robin D'Angelo, author of White Fragility, seems to be completely antithetical to combating racism. We sit down to dissect the insane new trend. Chris D'Elia came back from Cancelled Island, telling his fans that he's sorry about the sex problem that he currently has. We're not buying this whole sex problem thing, and we'll tell you exactly why. In light of all the apologies happening lately, we also wanted to take the time to apologize for a few things ourselves in our latest segment called, I'm sorry, this is Two Tangents. Oh, what up, bootleggers? Welcome to Two Tangents. It is February 25th. Danny, how you doing? Uh, bro, we called it. We, we, we absolutely called it. I woke up this morning and when I saw, I, I was on Twitter and I saw that the Jeep Cherokee has officially been canceled. When that popped up on my screen, I was like, shut it down. That made me happy. And I hope that that gave you some, some uh, enjoyment this morning as well. <laughs> I, I was absolutely going to start with like the props. I think, I think there's an absolute props to be given here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and during that time when we were playing that game a, a lot, it, you know, the, 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 the brilliance of that game was how hard it was to actually know the truth. Like yes. I, I, I may have guessed, I, I would wonder if we went back, I may have guessed I think I knew your writing style by then, but if I didn't, I probably would have guessed canceled because it made sense. So it's very funny that like they'll come for everyone because because it's we're now at the point of culture where it's like if you haven't gotten yours yet, just get in line. You can get yours. You can get your like you you can get it. You're allowed to now. Just Amen. get in line. For uh for context, we played a game uh back in August at this point. This is August first. I think we put out this video, and the game was. Is it canceled? Has it been canceled? Or did we make it up completely? And one of the examples was the Jeep Cherokee, which we had made up at the time. And now seeing that the Jeep Cherokee is officially on the chopping block, it's 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 comical. It is easy, though. It's easy to predict because you want to know what it is, though. And at least in my opinion, I don't believe that any of for the most part any of the outrage is real it's yeah. just people jumping on the trend and i think that when it comes time for like the the cherokee and i think this is an intention thing for them they they're like look at me right now because i don't think anybody is pissed or has ever been pissed about Dude. the jeep using their name <clears throat> so when this guy comes and like delivers his public statement about i think it's time that the that that the company stops putting our name on their cars it's like oh you just want us to look at you you don't actually give a fuck about this shit Dude, we're at this weird, weird time in culture where the word now, like now, saying the like what the th a thing is is now the racism. Like, like for example, right? If you, were, if you were just to be like, if you were just like reference indigenous people, wh whatever you would say, that is now like everyone perks up. Is it racist? Like you can't even you can't really even talk about it anymore. So like, just the word Cherokee is now racism. Like it doesn't. Yeah. There's no there's no middle ground anymore. Absolutely. Like, can I pose something that I just cannot wrap my head around about this whole like get in line thing? It seems like everybody holds two thoughts together and they're okay with both of them existing. Cancel culture is terrible. I'd also like to cancel things that I don't like. They, they, everyone I know is doing like, yeah, this this PC bullshit cancel culture. I don't want to live in it anymore. But also when time comes and I, you know, don't like the thing they said about my thing, 
I speak up and I'm like, how can you be both? How can you guys be both? Right. They're, they're a bunch of frauds and they're actually not principled, which is a huge issue. It's, it, it, it goes along with the whole idea of free speech and supporting those in which you disagree with, uh, which a lot of people are not willing to do. It's actually funny that you say this because we're about to, uh, we have a great docket today and we're going to probably- It's, it's one of the most excited it. I've been for a docket in a while. There's a lot of apology culture in there and cancel culture uh, and a lot of wokeness that's going to be intertwined. We'll talk about Coca-Cola at some point. The person who actually exposed the whole Coca-Cola thing is actually someone that I have a lot of disrespect for because they are a prime example of someone who has flip-flopped on their principles based upon whether it's been for or against the things that they believe. So I, it, it, it was it was ironic to see them be at the the core of exposing this. Uh, do you want to get into some to some uh, stuff or uh... I want to I want to kick it off with Coke because if if, oh, if sure. I- Let's do it. Unless you, unless you care no, about something good. more. Here, here's the thing, though. Before, I care about all our topics equally, bro. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, bef- before we get into this, and I don't want to be, you know, a Nancy about this, but you did not apologize up front for being kind of how white you came on. Because you did kind of enter the podcast, and I think everyone's kind of noticed how white you came onto the podcast. So if you could just address that. Well, I will be addressing my whiteness throughout the show today. <laughs> uh, yeah, Coca-Cola wants you to be less white, which is absolutely banana land. And and and, dude, if I didn't say it, let me say it. Let me be the first. <laughs> let me be the first one to say if it's it. It's not absolutely already clear. <laughs> if I have not communicated on this show how apologetic and sorry I am for being white, I. Oh, by the way. Am I white? I am white, right? Like clearly we're white, but when not you, if you but not if you ask the KKK. That's oh, my favorite. Oh, oh, we're a funny group because because we're we're, we're <laughs> so we're so white, but like we're we so also get white. We also like are part of one of the most um slighted minorities in the history of the world so well yeah it's like we were uh discriminated and persecuted and there was a genocide against Jews because of their race in the in, in what 80 years ago so it's just funny this whole idea of like of course we check the box for white when we're filling out our our paperwork but at the same time it's like depending on depending on who you ask it's like according to who because should i be apologizing for my whiteness because yeah, i didn't like, benefit i didn't benefit from whiteness in, in 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 the 1930s if there's if there's a if a, wherever i am in the country if a riot breaks out I got to check which side I'm on first. Yes. You know, like, I don't know if they're coming for me or I'm with them. You yes, know, it's like, exactly. oh, oh we're, we're going for them. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Or if it's like, oh, they're coming after the guys who look like me. Okay, I'm in trouble. So I got to I got to always check the riots. You got to check your riot calendar. In the you morning. do got to check your riot calendar, check the rules and, and always read the instructions. Always. They tell you, they tell you, lots of people skip over that. You always got to read the instructions. You could be standing, you, you know, you could be in your tr- traditional capital riot gear. And then the guy next to you finds out you're a Jew. And all of a sudden things are things get a little tricky. You're all of a sudden you're going to the women's march you got your pussy hat on but then you find out that the women's march hates jews oh my god you go to the black lives matter march and you find out that the black lives matter hates jews i'm not this guy who's like the jew uh whatever that's that's complaining about the way that the jews have it but it is funny how like every single left-leaning pro-equality group out there finds a way to hate the jews just putting that out there there's a weird uh yeah a weird there's a weird thing going on there Anyway. Let's, get into, let's get into coke. Let's get into coke and uh, let's, let's, let's get into get coke, this. man. Let's get into let's just let's just get into it. 
this podcast would be a little <laughs> a little better energy if we got into coke. Um, so basically, let's let's get the details straight because when it first came out, it basically seemed like Coke was putting out this mandatory webinar for their employees to to take in the part of their diversity and inclusion seminar. And one of those presentations was how to be less white. The nuances and the the part that we'll never get the full truth on is what Coke is claiming is this was part of one of hundreds of classes that people could take through the LinkedIn Learning Center. So they didn't, it wasn't mandatory, it wasn't whatever, but it was part of something that, they, that could be exposed oh, interesting. to. It's a nuance, and I'm not even sure I fully believe it, because what's very funny in culture now is like, we care about inclusion, but not if you're mad at us about caring about <laughs> inclusion. So we, didn't, we didn't do that one. Anyway, regardless of, of how part of it they were weren't it, it would be negligent of them to say that like it was on their course it was available to their employees but they didn't make it whatever there's negligence there regardless but let's just talk about the basic content here because while this is the most extreme example most brands are moving in this direction without saying the words be less white brands are moving in that direction of like how do we how do we put that message through yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that 100%. Uh, it is funny that after they receive some of this backlash, that now all of a sudden they want to distance themselves from it. But yeah, they're like, be less white, but still be kind of white. Like, <laughs> find a middle ground. Right. I mean, the content on these slides are just pretty bananas. But again, it is in line with this movement as a whole, confronting racism and understanding what it means to be white. The, and, and we, I think we spoke about this before, but so they give a slide which says to be less white is to be less oppressive, less arrogant, yes. be less certain, less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy and break with white solidarity. This is all about a, to be less white. It's an amazing, it's really an amazing list. Like, like truly each line makes me like well gives me the giggles so i was gonna say this is 100 percent based off of uh i'm gonna forget but it was like the smithsonian one of the museums put out a a pamphlet and a document that contained all of this information on it which is what i think that this is based off of but yeah the fact that now it's like part of robin d'angelo's uh teaching courses is absurd and the fact that there are brands that are adopting this as though like who who green lighted this because coca-cola is a hundred percent yeah because coca-cola <laughs> is a hundred percent take being very uh meticulous about yeah. about no i'm saying i'm saying they're probably very meticulous now. they're now saying they didn't do it like right it's like what 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 is getting through the coca-cola uh system that's not being looked at by a bajillion eyes like i worked for a company of 100 people or whatever and like that it, it, it got a number of eyes on it at coca-cola things are not just going through and just happening like Dan, that Dan, I, can i say something go for it they needed more diversity in the room when they were deciding this <laughs> there really should have been a white person in there because when it was a group of all these uh, you know people of, of other nationalities this came through i mean they the, the truth is this was made by a group of white people. Like, like I know it's right, um, this, right. this woman's thing, but the decision to, to have it come through, seven white people were like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This, which is the funny part because we always ask this question. Uh, is this is this for them or is this for you? Like, when they, put, they, they put this program through well, for that's, them. That's, not, that's, that's Robin D'Angelo in a nutshell, though, because she, the premise of her <laughs> book, White Fragility, was that she 
was a racist person and so she's she's <laughs> deflecting her racism onto everybody else she's saying that you have to be racist because i was racist i'm all for change like I, like like i'm all for people being like i was shitty in the past and i learned something and better like evolve as humans hell yeah girl but it is so fucking funny if we break this down and we be like because constantly we're being told we're racist and we have to keep hey i'm not racist which is the worst statement you could say in the world i'm not racist like we're being told by a by a ex racist not to be racist, and it's like maybe I've just maybe I just didn't fuck up. Maybe I was a little bit better, right? A little bit better in the past than, than right. you. I'm glad you learned. Right. Is it isn't it possible? Isn't it possible <laughs> that I didn't look at black people the way you looked at black people? Is that just a a possibility, Robin? Whatever. Let's go with this list because this list cracks me up because the, the, these words like the the be be humble. <laughs> or, or like uh don't be i think it says don't be as confident like i think that, that's one of the ones on the list we're doing this thing where we're we're making like personality traits uh ra- racial so now like when a when a woman or a black person speaks up and speaks their mind it's like empowerment but if a white person does that it's now you're an asshole it's arrogant, and it's so right. funny it's so funny because and this is the least racist thing in the world and this is why i'm not a racist People are people. Some people are confident and some people are humble. Some people are dickheads and yeah. some people are quiet in meetings. And when we start doing this thing where it's like, when a white person speaks, like, it's like, hey, you take two white people, you take two black people. They don't have the same fucking personality traits. So let's stop taking personality traits and cutting them up by the fucking race lines. Are you kidding? Yeah, no, the whole, the whole thing is ironic. It's we're making generalizations about race while trying to educate people to make less generalizations about race. Uh, it, yeah, the it's, whole, the whole, the whole concept here is backwards. Can I say what I won't do? Can I, can I, can I say the only line of thinking from the conservatives that I, that I'm not perfectly in line with? The Candace Owens take, and she's not alone in it. I just saw her tweet. The whole, if this was uh, be less black, be less Asian, there'd be outrage. Yeah. Duh. The only reason I don't, what? Duh. Yeah. Be yeah, less like, black. Yes. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> so, of, of course. So it's like one of those things where like, Candace, I, I know the point you're making, but it's a similar thing to like, why isn't there a white history month? That's not the issue at hand. We could play that game all day, forever and ever. That's not the fucking argument. The argument is, confidence isn't a white person thing or a black person thing it's a person thing yeah yeah <laughs> and 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 when we it, it's just ludicrous to be like like right right these are these are white traits these are black traits uh i i do have to say this this reminded me of this um so firstly the if if the the object here is to be less oppressive be less arrogant etc then why again in line with what you just said why do we have to make it about race in the first place so that's obviously the thought like if that's the goal of this whole thing it's just a very strange way to implement those strategies and then i want to i want to take it one step further i saw something very very interesting so the the government and a lot of politicians are trying to implement uh different policies that are going to benefit the uh benefit minority communities and the way they are doing this is by actually targeting people based off of economic classes instead of race but they posit this as a it's it's as a pro black agenda or pro minority policy 
And the irony is, according to, to polling data, most Americans respond negatively to the idea that the policy is pro a race or anti a race versus just flat out uh, pro or against the economic class that it's there to support. But the politicians in this woke mindset thought that it was advantageous to sell it as a race-based policy. And I just found that very interesting and also similar to, to this, how it it's like, guys, like, what's the point of what you're trying to get across? Because when you're positioning it as race-based, I don't think you're doing the service that you think you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, a hundred percent. I, uh, we've, we've gotten so scared. We've gotten so scared to tell the truth is, is what it comes down to. And I don't know where that comes from, but, uh, so I was thinking, I don't know if you thought of, well, what's a better solution? Have you thought, have you thought of that? Cause I started thinking about that. What's a better solution this is what though? What's the problem? If, if there's an impetus to be more inclusive, if that if that is felt to be a problem, what is a better solution to handling it? And 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 this is clearly not the right way. So I started looking back at the list. Be less humble. Uh, yeah, be more humble. Be less confident. Don't be arrogant. But yada yada yada. Listen, listen. Um, this all comes back to the thing we've been saying for a year. This comes to parents. Let's stop teaching kids across race lines. Let's just have parents continue to teach their kids and teachers to teach their kids to be good people the second we make this about brands having or, or, or companies having to, to to carry the load of this we've already lost these people have grown up if you're teaching 25 year olds inclusivity uh, their brains developed already T teach teach the kids to be good people which yeah, is what I, I felt we did growing up and that's why we're so offended when like we're going through these courses and like i'm pretty okay as a person sometimes i'm an asshole to everybody it doesn't matter about right like yeah, no, I, I absolutely you know? agree with that. I also just fundamentally support the idea of equality of opportunity versus equality of outcome. I think some people are frustrated with the speed in which equality of opportunity moves, because the truth is, is that if we provide equality of opportunity, then things are headed in the right direction. And some people are just frustrated with the opportunity and that they want to start to manipulate the outcome. Bad move. So it, I think that as long as the rules in place and society allows for equality of opportunity, that and that's what I mean by divert and more, you, so you, the, the problem that we pose is we want to be more inclusive more diversity well if you provide the opportunity then it'll eventually sort itself out and yeah. any time that you're trying to manipulate the outcome of the diversity quota you're doing the wrong thing uh and yeah did and you I have also agree say? that well we pick and choose uh diversity uh uh equality of outcome like i believe this is jordan peterson said uh there's never a call for uh for coal miners to be 50 percent women never like, right it's just, the bricklayer do... yeah it's the bricklayers yeah the, the bricklayer it's it's stem it's like okay that's good too but right we pick and choose we... it's like we're we're, yeah. we're mad that that the top uh companies in the world are not run by women but nobody's complaining that the construction workers are not all women you know so yeah it's like the coo or whatever of facebook would be a cushy job like let's get let's get equality <laughs> in the bricklayer like, like... Yeah. Um, can I, I don't know if you have something else to say on this, but can I, can I give you a theory on what's going on here? Well, yeah, one last thing, but it, yeah, unless you're that's why I don't want to, no, no, I don't want to throw you off because my theory is going to blow your mind. It's going to blow. Okay. And before, before really quickly, um, <clears throat> I was talking, I don't, I don't have many black friends because we didn't grow up in like a very diverse, uh, area, which is something to, to maybe take, take a look at. But anyway, uh, so he was actually the one that posed to me, he goes, bro, we should get rid of black history month. And I go, I go, that's an interesting one. 
why should we get rid of Black History Month? And he's just like, because I don't get why, why like nobody else gets a, a blank history month. Like, why are we limiting? And I, and I go, that's not the way I was taught when I grew up. And we were just, just mentioning about the idea of that have your parents teach you and have teachers teach you and be a good person. This, I always thought that when I was a kid, like Black History Month was just an opportunity to highlight um, an extra amount of things that have happened throughout the history of the worlds that, that highlighted, I don't know, black culture. And I always said it was a good thing. Disney channel ran like all these like emotional <laughs> movies that were based in, in black culture. I don't know. Uh, but it's an, that, that one, at least I don't have the answers to that one, but it was, that was an interesting conversation. Well, I, I think the idea is by calling it out as something that needs to be helped. It's almost continuing to alienate it. Do, do you know what I mean? Like because you're putting by, it on a pedestal. It's like you're by saying we need to have this because they're wronged they're still not equal because we need to have it still. So like, true right, equality right. isn't met until we don't have to talk about it, which is an, a utopia, a far off thing. I fucking know that. I, you know, I understand that. That's the goal. But it's like- we should, we should work towards that goal. Yeah, but when we have this thing where it's like, hey guys, uh, the February is coming up, so gear it up for, you know, it's like, well then we're still feeling like we're, we haven't done it yet. So. Right. And I, I also said to him, I go, bro, if, 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 if Black History Month is also the excuse for brands to then change their logos, it's like then we're absolutely doing the wrong thing by having Black History Month because that's th those <clears throat> kinds of excuses for our uh, our companies. Oh, disgusting. Anyway, yeah. give me your theory. Well, so this isn't really so everything we've said up to this point, uh, brilliant, correct and <laughs> truly, truly awesome. Remarkable. But, but all that being said. We have to throw it in the trash. We okay. have to trash. We have to trash the last 20, 10 minutes where we ever just. All right. Because we've been duped. We've been, we've been, we've been duped. Why have we been duped? Did you, did you stop for a second and just try to rearrange the letters of Robin D'Angelo's name? Oh, please give me it. I am Lord it spelled, it spells out. <laughs> it spells out. I am a troll. It spells out. I am a troll. She's, I, it, it, I didn't know. I heard the story. I saw the story going viral and I didn't know until reading up on it this week that it was her, the author of White Fragility, who we've already made fun of for this whole, you know, I used to be a racist. You are still a racist. Let me help you. Like, that is so um, Tatiana McGrath. Like, yeah. it's insane. Like, she is doing this thing. Think about this presentation. This presentation is actually so fucking funny. Like, all right, like, Julie, like, come up with some words for... Um, for, for what white people shouldn't do. It's like, listen, don't be confident. Like, it's so past the level of rational person that the only people that wouldn't blink an eye to it are the ones who are so scared of fucking up that they just pass things through. And that's the point that this troll, and I don't know if it's, uh, what's that guy's real name? What's Tatiana's Andrew real Doyle. name? I don't know if it's Andrew Doyle or someone with the same idea but this isn't a real person. This yeah. Is not a well, the the truth is, is that uh, accounts like Titania McGrath <laughs> and Andrew Doyle are allowed to thrive in 21st century America or or the world because this is actually not a troll. This is is would reality. Would, would you would you like, like let's be honest about this? If it, if it came out that this person was shooting a documentary about how far oh, they could take. I love it. Yeah, I, I hope you're right. I mean, I wouldn't because be think surprised about these slides. because there's enough. Bro, but here's the thing. These it, slides are so insane that it w w would it put it past you being like, you, like somebody some, some on the other side of the camera, you think we can get this past the Coca-Cola? Like we sent this document out to 40 companies. Yeah. Coca-Cola answered yeah. with like, this is great. We'll put it in our seminar. Like that's, that's not Nathan Fielder because he's not the right person, but that's so like- To Tanya McGrath. Yeah, ab absolutely. Uh, but the, the thing is, uh, I yeah, I'm saying where it's like he only exists because this is happening, right? So let's put the onus on 
on um, Coca-Cola. It's like, forget Robin D'Angelo. Like she's either a nut or a genius, depending on which, <laughs> whether, whether she's doing a bit, but it's it, it like Coca-Cola does need to be held accountable for allowing this to just be part of their curriculum. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty what, bananas. The question is like, where do we go now? <laughs> oh, can I just make my quick statement about Carlin Barasenko, whatever her last name is, that is the one who shared this this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, she is a outspoken opponent of critical race theory and all of these absurd examples of uh, like when anti-racism is borderline parody and it's infiltrating all aspects of our society. But... Carlin Barasenko was one of the leaders of, I, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you on the show or if it was offline. She was one of the leaders of the uh, getting Vosh not on the Tim Pool show because she believed that giving a platform to someone who's a socialist is just going to do damage to the ideas. She was she was at the core of that. She was giving Tim Pool. She was very public about giving Tim Pool. I should pull up some of the statements. So it's like Carlin Barasenko, like. What are you? You're you're against like the critical race theory, but then all of a sudden like you're going to be anti-free speech because someone has ideas that are different from you. That's a little a little wild. So I don't we really are, like her so much. But we are I, doing it. We are doing that thing where it's like like er, like everyone should speak unless you're saying something I don't like or like, every single person. That's why it's important to have principles, man. That's why that's why when you find that select few who you're who you really think to yourself they uh, have stayed true to a set of beliefs and. Even even if you disagree with the beliefs, you find it at least admirable from the Bernie Sanders to the Jordan Petersons. Like we've just fought, we admire and we want to be like people who are steadfast in their convictions. Is, like that. Isn't that so funny? I love that you just said that because isn't that so funny that you, you want a snapshot of this podcast? The people we look to are these people on the two opposite sides of the spectrum as not as far as you can get, but they're two opposite sides of the spectrum. And we like them the most because they haven't broken from what they believe in. Right. Like I would say Sam Harris is someone on the left who I would put ahead of Bernie Sanders. Bernie, I I, I respect the uh, – yeah, I respect that concept that he has held true to beliefs for, what, two centuries? But, <laughs> <laughs> but Since uh, Andrew Jackson? <laughs> before Biden uh, and, or after Biden. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there are a diverse – uh, variety of people who have a number of political beliefs who we have a deep admiration for because of this principle that they are principled people. So, yes, yeah, and that is a, a good snapshot of this uh, of this pod. Should we? I like, uh, I like that segment. Let's play it. You want to play a game? I was gonna delete it, but uh, do, do oh, you, I was just gonna break it. Yeah, up let's break. Yeah, let's let's break it up. Let's break it up because it'll actually transition nicely into the second half. Our second half is brought to you by apologies. <laughs> and, and because of that, before we get into the meat of the Crystal Lee apology, it wouldn't be fair unless we apologize. I feel like it's been a while since we apologized for some of the things we do. Uh, we may continue to do them, but we're sorry. Um, yeah, we can go back and forth. I got, I got some things that I, you know. I can apologize for. Right. I mean, I, we started off the show apologizing for our whiteness. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, that's, so that's but by the way, everyone knew that already that we were sorry. about that. <laughs> uh, I, you, I, let, let me start because I think I'm going to double down on my whiteness apology. I think I have a I have that uh, down here. Hmm. If that, uh, listen, if that's something that really, you know, you're sorry about because I'm only kind of sorry about it. Uh, no, I'm 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 very sorry about it. So let me let me actually let me let me let me begin. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> 
I'm sorry for being a white supremacist. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> because you see, in, in light of schools sending out a memo, and I quote, white supremacy culture shows up in math classrooms when the focus is on getting the right answer. You see, this whole time I was, I was so worried about getting the answer right, trying to solve the equations. Yeah. All my friends were writing things like two plus two equals window. I should have been listening more. But I, I thought I was the brave one, you know? I was trying to focus on my work and getting the right answer, but I probably should have been typing 58008 into my calculator like the rest of my classmates. <laughs> The thing <laughs> is, the thing is, you were trying to be right. You ended up alt right, and and that's that's really the, the that's really the fact of the matter. And we forgive you. We forgive you for trying. Thank you. I appreciate that. Can I re really quickly? Uh, do people still type five eight zero zero eight and flip it upside down into their calculators anymore? It's one. <laughs> yes, yes, because it's one. You of can't those, do it on a phone though. It. You're right. I tried. I tried. <laughs> it's one of those things that's. For some reason, you know those things in the universe that are so universal that nobody teaches you, but when you reach a certain age, you just ex discover, and then you tell someone about it, you're like, at your age, I discovered that too. Boobs on the calculator is boobs on the one, calculator. Of the, one of the, the most essential moments yeah, of, 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 of coming of age. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, actually, it's so fucking brilliant because like, there's not another word. There's not another word you can make on the calculator. Right. I mean, I'm right. sure there is, but right. there's not like a really another word. It's like right. that one. Perfect for fifth grade. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all I was saying. Anyway, now uh, what are to... you what are you gonna apologize for? Yeah, I mean, I'm, mine are pretty personal. It's not really. I, I don't know how personal you got, but uh, I apologize for how long I take to shit. Yeah, uh, for a real dog. <laughs> during uh, I, I spend a period of my time trying to get my uh, personal record. I try to get uh, my time down. Uh, to like 20, 25, and I was going strong for a while. Quarantine has really taken a hit. Some people have gone to drinking. Some people have gone to snacking. Uh, I'll sit on the cold throne for an hour. You know, I don't, I can't help it. And that can be an inconvenience to people. I had an old roommate. Luckily, we had two bathrooms because otherwise he probably would have hurt me. So I want to apologize for that. I'm not going to change, but I'm sorry. That means a lot that you said that. <laughs> It's, I, feel, I feel I feel victimized by that behavior for way too long of a, of a time. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm 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 extremely sorry for uh, all the times that I ever went to the gym, because you know I didn't I didn't realize that I was implicitly engaging in fat phobia every time I ever lifted a weight. So yours are going to be like based in like culture and racism and mine are going to be like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Look, I, I, I want to talk to all the listeners of the show and all the listeners of this apology, because I'd like you to show me at least a little mercy as my gym routine didn't even produce any noticeable results. So I'd still like to be part of your community where we make excuses for why we don't work out. And you're the we... Robin D'Angelo though of the fat community because you were <laughs> once part of it. And now you're telling everybody be in shape. It's healthy, be in, be in shape. <laughs> it's like, hey buddy, we saw how you used to be. Bro, I didn't I didn't mean I didn't mean to engage in, in this disgusting behavior, but I, I I'm sorry. Yeah, it was wrong, but we forgive you. We forgive you. <laughs> um, I wanna apologize for from for the years uh 
2017 to 2019, where if I got drunk, I was sending out texts to whoever. <laughs> I, 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 if you received a message from me uh, between the hours of uh, midnight and 4 a.m. and it was it was 2017 to 2019, I want to take all that back. I don't do it anymore. Couldn't help it back then. Little 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 whiskey and and I would just say, "Sup, bro." But if it was before 2020, things were different then, you know. The thing is, some people in quarantine like have gotten that behavior, but I I've, I've like gotten out of it because I'm like, what am I gonna do? Keep texting you through for a year? <laughs> like, what, what are we gonna? T- so, uh, yeah, it, it's not right. Uh, and if you, you're listening right now and you got a 2017 message, I take it back. Uh, Daniel, I I'd like to apologize. I I'm listening. I, look, I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry to my friends. I'm sorry to my family. I'm sorry to every single person who spent a single Halloween with me. <laughs> because a Halloween. What do because, you do? Because looking back, I now realize that every single costume I ever wore throughout the history of my being was so wildly inappropriate that I'm almost even embarrassed that we took pictures of ourselves during that disgusting display of humanity. I I think I know what you're talking about, and it's go on. Where where does it end? From my ninja costume to the <laughs> to to the pirate costume to the pirate costume again to the time we literally went as Mount Rushmore, one of the most controversial <laughs> figures, not one, <laughs> one of the not most two. controversial inanimate objects of our not time. Three. But four controversial figures. Four controversial <laughs> figures in one costume. <clears throat> I am so insanely sorry uh, for for my entire past that I, I I can't even believe that I did that. Dude, could you? This is actually such a funny bit. You know how like we grew up knowing like <clears throat> we're lucky enough to know that like blackface was incorrect uh, uh, like as we were growing up. So I don't think I know anybody who ever like made that mistake. But it is funny now that culture is canceling random things like Mount Rushmore and like eighth grade us or night whatever dressed up as Mount Rushmore. It's like that's hilarious that we it was pro- it's problematic now. Right. I mean, obviously, Mount Rushmore is problematic, but like every so I think the reason why Halloween is such a fun one is because most recently, like that whole Bachelor drama went down and they went through her, the the girls like past uh, her Instagram, Facebook, whatever it was, her her history. And she was dressed up. uh, Not only there was like that plantation party, they also found Halloween uh, costumes. And it just raises the question, Okay, like which Halloween costume is even acceptable because there are none like even there's not a single halloween costume because if it's a if it's a a real character from history well it's problematic because what what time period was there not an insane amount of uh, rape and murder and conquest and disgusting i i I listened to another podcast talk about this and i was like you listen to other podcasts uh no 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 uh but and and it's just a good point it's like what what is going to be acceptable for halloween costumes yeah uh it 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 changed very quickly so yeah sometimes you'll look back at someone and be like you you dress up as a a cowboy and indian with your girlfriend in 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 2016 it's like we i won't do it again i won't do i won't do it again you know whoever like i'm sure that's tons of people got that um i like that 
you're forgiven. <laughs> um, this next apology, you're actually not going to want me to apologize for like, it because I think you probably should apologize for it as well. We're probably both responsible for it. Uh, but I got to apologize to anybody who's ever hosted me for a pregame because I refused to leave. Uh, I'm, <laughs> no matter when you wanted the pregame to end, I didn't and i would i would most of the time be the last person to call a cab i overstayed my welcome yeah for years and years straight uh would i change a thing no i don't think we would ever change that behavior i'm still but, at the pregame that i haven't left yes like, <laughs> rachel if you think we left that pregame we haven't mentally we're still at that pregame so uh i'm sorry it was for the greater good. Yeah, it was 100% for the greater good. We're not fucking leaving, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but for your 4x4 four four railroad apartment, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I feel that. I think I got one more left. I don't know how I got one more to take. Uh, really quickly, I mean, obviously, I just want to apologize for apologizing. Uh, like, apologizing, clearly, heteronormative, white male phenomenon. You get it. Uh, because women don't get the opportunity to apologize, especially women of color don't get the opportunity to apologize, you know, when their mouths are taped and they're handcuffed to the kitchen working on housework, like all this <laughs> like we've society. We've never, <laughs> never let a woman on this podcast apologize. That's right. Fact. Right. They don't have the ability to apologize. Uh, and if you read any single article today, you would know that they don't have the same opportunities that we have they on this podcast. Speak out. Like, <laughs> you don't can't have to speak out on this podcast. On like, this podcast, like we have the ability to. So me even apologizing is so just. Yeah, it's a little uh, shitty. It's, it's a little just, shitty. It's yeah, it's shitty. It's it's implicitly supporting the patriarchy, and uh, it might be the worst behavior of them all. Your apology is not accepted because I feel like it would be a privilege for me to even accept an apology that's not meant for me. So I don't yeah, want to speak true. for another community. That's true. My last one. I'm going to end on a sweet one. I apologize for not hugging the homies enough. Hugging the homies. <laughs> post, post, I mean, or before pandemic, I didn't know I should be hugging the homies as much. And the male community, we always talk about how male friendships are are way more secure and real than female friendships. But there's still this, this physical, we don't hug the homies enough. And when I get out of pandemic life, we're... We're going back to uh, roughhousing. The old days. What, what's uh, what does that the the uh, the writer for uh, Fight Club say? Like the need for males to have uh, rough play or whatever. Like growing up. Sure. Yeah, we're going back to that. We're going we're, back to that. We're, we're wrestling with the boys. The girls are calling. Hey, what time should we beat the pregame? Don't come. We're wrestling. With, <laughs> we're wrestling with the boys. Don't even bother <laughs> showing up. I'm just wrestling with the boys right now. So Amen. Uh, those are the uh, those are our apologies. Let's get into somebody who apologized to a massive stage. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. We're talking Crystalia. We're talking Crystalia after probably about a 10-month silence from uh, what I would call the biggest internet cancel because sure, other people have been taken down, but it felt like the biggest media storm-wise. I know that sounds like a little like stupid because like, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, whatever, but like in terms of like the amount of articles, the amount of people engaged online, like the 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 CPMs, the billions of impressions on his name associated with these things, it was fucking everywhere. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that for for days, maybe weeks. He has not spoken. He's put out a statement and then has not spoken for about ten months, and he returned to the internet with a video uh, this weekend. 
Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot to talk about. Uh, Go watch the video before, like, pause this right now and watch at at least like the beginning of the video so you get an idea of what we're talking about. Um, Because to try and break this down for a second, so he was accused by multiple women uh, from the likes of it was it was grooming underage girls uh, and. But then there was also like a mix of like inappropriate behavior with above it, like of age girls. And so he goes out there and he says, everything I have ever done was legal, consensual and true. And so my question is, and why are you being a bitch about it? Like, it's like, you clearly, you clearly weren't being legal, consensual and true. Whoa, because hold on. You think that his re- his reaction and going away confirms for you that he that he did did something shitty? Uh, no, I I I I don't think that. But I also think that Crystal because so so I'm gonna try to, whole- I'm gonna try to sum this up. Let me let me let me let me try to give this because he he like goes on and tries to make it all about how he's apologizing because he's a sex addict he wants to apologize because he he cheated on his wife or something and he then just but he he reaffirms that everything that he did was true she's like bro if it's all a lie like take your time like figure out who you are and all that shit but then like come back and just be like everything i did was consensual and true and i'm here to just come back and and take my place i took the time off because i needed to make sure and like it was appropriate for me to at least like understand what was going on but the way he comes back and just says in 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 that tone of like a a lot of remorse and sorrow and this it's like dog you probably did some things that were not okay right Oh, and let me just caveat real quick. Let me caveat real quick. Uh, everything that Chris D'Elia has ever done is 100% made completely worse because the man doesn't drink. Go on. That's funny. <laughs> I, 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 I can't stand it. Go on. Um, so I agree with you, for me and you, that this whole, like, I, I I'm innocent – but here's some things I should apologize for because it's a weird thing to say the the the, the reason I went away was bullshit. But I need this pe- I need to give you a peace offering. I owe you guys something. I owe you a pound of blood, right? I right. I didn't like that either. I didn't like it making about the sex addiction shit because the waters about what he was being accused of were so muddy. Like you said, some things were well. He's forty and they're twenty five. That's creepy. Some were he's grooming underage girls, or some is he's talking to high school. This whatever it was. There's there's a ton. Uh, there was an actual sexual uh, assault, uh, harassment accusation. There was so much. It got muddy, and if none of it's true, stand to that. The giving something uh, is weird, but the main point of this, while I agree with you hundred percent, is his message seem to be really well received so are we wrong because all oh, of the like comments, you nailed it um all of the comments i hated it i thought it was i, I didn't hate it but i thought like oh, this is not the strategy man that's that my first thought was this is not the strategy man the comments were all like thanks thanks for this man thank you so much happy to have you back which i actually want to caveat real quick i don't think it has anything to do with the strategy i think it has to do with the randomness of 
uh, mob culture where Justin Timberlake apologizes for his whiteness and how he was not that great 20 years ago. And we say, fuck off. We don't want your your apology sucks, even though we demanded it. This guy we demanded an apology from and we accept it. It's just a fucking complete roll of the dice, which is why I stand with you on never apologize. Never don't apologize for things that aren't that you did fucking do illegally. But for some random reason, it seems to have worked. Yeah. So so I guess the uh, the second caveat to this is that I'm going to tell you what I think. But at the same time, was this the best strategy for trying to uh, repair your reputation and career? Do you owe owe them something like is it is it is it the only way back to be like, you can't get my career, but here's an arm like like like, right. Like it was show some remorse and admit some sort of uh, wrongdoing while staying true that you never hooked up with underage girls or something. That's that's the tough part about this. That's the tough part for me because and the reason why I'm so staunch in like fucking shut that down and you don't have to give them an inch because you give an inch, they take a mile is, is how I've always felt. But this need to feel human and humans have remorse. So if you come out and you're just fucking playing offense, maybe people would receive that as like, he's an asshole. I I don't want to forgive him. Where if you just give something, which is most people's strategy, give them something and they'll, they'll be okay. It doesn't sit well with me, but it may be the way to get back. I don't know. Yeah, it it may be the way to get back here. Here are some key questions that that we need to ask. Um, One, it's like, did you willingly attempt to get with underage girls? Like there's no there's no. uh, uh, Is that a question for us, though? Not for us. Like, I mean, like he didn't. This isn't like in a court. Like, that's what I don't understand about about this. None of us ever criminal. And I believe the people who are against him would say, no one has the the resources, this and that, blah, blah, blah. You can't prove it. But it's like, we cannot just sit here as dudes or girls or whoever on the internet and just be like, did he willingly do this? It's like, we have to charge people in the court of law. Yeah, I, I I agree. Look, so at the end of the day, it's like for because we're not the court of law and we're just going to be the, the court of public opinion. Look, I did you willingly attempt to get with underage girls? If the answer is yes, like, of course, uh, that's that's a very shitty move. And I don't think that anybody should be removed from society. I do believe everybody deserves a path path to redemption. But it's like the, the fact that that's still just a, just a little murky that we don't know what actually happened because he keeps saying that everything he did was consensual and legal in this. Well, it's like if you were genuinely trying to knowingly trying to get underage girls to come back to your room so that you could fuck them there's uh i'm gonna tell you that that's not okay but at the same time nobody is nobody's disputing how shitty and like how not okay we would all be with if that was a definitive truth the only thing in dispute is how do we find out what the definitive truth is and do we convict someone without definitive truth Right. So I look. So we, so we can move past that because because I because I agree with you. Like we don't know the answer. And we're not going to know the answer. So it's almost just like I don't know how much it's worth it to debate this. But the other questions that I think are important to debate is I want to talk about the, uh, the the allegations of him creepily inviting a bunch of nineteen year old girls back to his house uh, because there's a there, there there's a conversation to be had about. Uh, when he invited 19-year-old girls back to his house, was that wrong? Is he just like a creep or is he- Why does like that make in- him a creep? 
um, so for instance, one of the allegations was that he told two 19 year old girls that he was having a party. They came, he wasn't having a party and then he made them cocktails. He doesn't drink. So it's a sober man lying to two 19 year old girls to get them drunk, to then, uh, have sex with them. And, okay. and so hold on, hold on. I just want to pause there. Cause I want to break this down St- with the specific context of <laughs> of Soberman uh, cl- uh, clickbaiting or bait and switching people to, to to lure them over, that behavior is not becoming of a person I want to be friends with. That's creepy. What I'm trying to separate that from when you started this, uh, just the concept of if someone is a bit older, can they talk to someone of age? That I I, I want to separate because right, we have right, to have right, a line. Right. We have to have a line because we do. when there's this grace period where it's like, yes, but she was between 18 and 21, which is still kind of old. Well, then let's make the line 21. Fucking make the line 21. Doesn't bother me. I don't Just know let me know what it is. Right. Just let me know it's what the like, line is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so look, I think that we can, that we can sounds say, like, I, that sounds like I'm saying like, like, tell me what the line is. I'll gotta, I'm gonna, I'm just like, <laughs> because then I'm going to go to the youngest or around the line, <laughs> like a fucking troll. <laughs> it is crazy. Just to be, like, be like, we, we have moved the line. Like, like, like yeah, like, we could now get with that. <laughs> no, but it's like, like he's, he's operating society. Like, like he's whatever. And like, uh, Biden comes out there. It's like, officially, if you are over the age of 35, you're not allowed to talk to. And they're like, dude, but I didn't know. Like, we, we can't, we can't just make up the rules as we go. So there has right. to be a line. Right. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. And so if the line is 18, say, then it's totally okay for, so he's just like a creep and he didn't do anything legally, uh, wrong, anything illegal. Uh, and that, and I think that's like, okay to just say out loud. And then there's the idea of, uh, so he was accused of showing his dick to a bunch of 19 year old girls or just like yeah, so a, a that's lot of girls legit, in general. That's legit sexual harassment. So like, well, like so that, but no, but I want to talk about that for a second. Like what is it? Are we, are we saying that you can't show your, that it's, it's it's illegal to show your dick to 19 year old girls it has nothing to do with 19 you can't just like you you can't uh accost someone you can't it's unwelcome and unwanted sexual advances you cannot do that okay but like if uh if any girl showed a 19 year old boy their tits there will be no repercussions period i'm y- yes because i'm f- all in for it um (laughs) (laughs) no let's talk about it i understand what you're saying what this is a one-way street no okay so here's the thing it's kind of like how rare i think uh battery the the crime of battery is with a woman to a man like sure women hit men but i don't think they go to the cops as often i think it's a very rare case that a woman gets locked up for battery against a man do do you know what i mean right so it's one of those things where, yes, by law, and this this has happened, I'm sure, and can happen, if someone comes up to you and takes out, you know, lures you into their bedroom and takes out their tits, and you don't like that shit, you can fucking file a complaint, and like she is doing illegal shit. So like the law is still gender neutral. All right, all right. Most people in the way our society is have not been conditioned to like uh, react like that. Uh, so in that in, culturally, does it feel like a one way street? <laughs> I don't know if this is fucking, uh, I don't care. Like, 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 I don't think men should fucking take their dicks out in any fucking scenario. Yeah. Like, I don't think men should take their dicks out too, but at the same time, it's like, there's a piece of me that thinks that it's, it's just not that the law is not equal. 
the law, the law is, is equal. The 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 the, 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 the cultural the cultural perception of like what's okay may be but okay. Who, fair. The law cares? is equal. The law is equal. But cultural perception. Are what do you mean? Like, I are care. You say, are I you care. saying no? It's not a who. It's like. Are you saying like, damn, I see all these girls taking their tits out. Wish I could have that freedom. It's like, no, I would just like to note, ladies. I would like to note here that this is called privilege. This is called, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not joking with you. This is you called, know what's so funny? This You're is called this. female privilege. And You're I gonna love this. Go. This is the exact opposite of the exact opposite privilege of free the nipple, where men can be in a park without a shirt on. Free the dick. Cannot. No, but it's like, how funny is this? Woman takes her tits out at a party. No one complains. Man takes his dick out at a party. He goes to jail. Man goes in the park without shirt on. No one cares. Woman takes her tits out at park. She can be locked up. There's a quadrant there. There's a four-layered quadrant. Yeah, this, well, this is this is a Mark Norman joke. It's boobs on the bus. Like, oh, um, yeah, dick on the bus. <laughs> like, uh, boobs at the, in bed. Uh, dick in bed. You know, he's got a good joke about that. I, I know what you're saying, but uh, if he... So, so this is the problem with accusations and why I really don't know. If, if he did this, and this... I don't know how this could be provable or whatever, but if he did this, please file this report and, like, that's not behavior that, can, that that a man can run around doing that because that is legitimately the definition of unwanted and unwelcome sexual advances. I I don't know how to prove these cases. Uh, that, that, that is the tricky part about this. And that's, I think, why it started to get solved online because that's where women felt the power right, that they right. did still have. We have to correct that in society. We have to figure out a way to like get these people out of culture. It, was there ever a follow-up to uh, that moment? Because I, I, I'm pretty adamant on like, yeah, if he did that, you're not coming. That's a crime. So there has to be a punishment, like not a societal punishment, a real punishment. Yeah. And then after the real punishment served, then whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with you. Like, handle it in the court of law because we can't just keep having the 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 debate in society. Uh, I still would like to develop my uh, female privilege point a little bit because I'm I not, like I'm, not, I'm, I'm not over it because I think that the whole point of having this discussion is we're talking about its its implications on society and culture. And truthfully, I just that like we're talking about whether it is or it is not okay for men to whip their dicks out in in whether it. No, no, we're not talking. No, 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 we're not talking about that. It's not okay. It's not okay. You can make the opposite right. case that 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 women shouldn't be allowed to no i'm uh, gonna make the case i'm gonna make the case so here's the thing and, and i'm not i'm i'm, I'm your I'm honor not, for the record i am not on this side uh, uh so i'm just gonna make the case as far as like privilege goes but it's like so men who are the pursuers like there is there is a level of privilege to be what, what's the opposite of the pursuer the receiver pray the prey <laughs> so it is a 100% a level of privilege that men are the choosers and it is 100% a disadvantage to be the pursuer because men have to navigate the uh, what is and what is not okay in the world of pursuits. And in 2021, the tightrope of what of, of how to navigate pursuits is one of the trickiest things that women could not even fathom how to handle. Because it takes a level of like, first of all, he, Chris Lee is going on about his sex problem, his sex addiction. Dog, you're just a dude. You're just a dude. Like, you, you you don't have a problem. You just wanted to have a lot of sex with a lot of girls. You sound like every other person that I know. And this- It's very and it takes, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, he may have had, there's also a level where you could have a problem and he, he may have had a problem at coming to every city, just being fucking like uh, thirsty for, for it uncontrollably. But it is funny to be like, for us not to expect that 
somebody with like clout, not only do they get it easier, those girls want to give it easier. That's just like how for, from the 100%. dawn of time. So here's what I'm saying. They 100% want to give it easier. So it takes a massive level of self-control and you have to demonstrate an elite level of self-control to tone back every natural uh, feeling that you have inside your body and and natural desire to like go after this in the, in the way that Chris D'Elia went after it. And I'm saying that men every day show this they 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 demonstrate self-control so all, all the core and i'm saying they don't i am saying that they absolutely do not to the same extent i am saying that in whether it's in the workplace like self-control and and letting out emotions though the way like women are crying in the workplace and just like the way that they're allowed to yell and freak out and that men always have to like demonstrate being reserved i'm i'm saying it is a level of privilege the, the way that men have to demonstrate so much more self-control than 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 women do i i i I feel like this is similar to the the drawing personality traits on the on the on the on the basis of race. I don't think uh, men or women are more emotional. I think they express it differently. Like you're right. I haven't seen many of my male coworkers uh, cry in the, the office, but but they they have other other uh, anger outbursts and, and and nuances. So I think we're all emotional creatures. Uh, sure. Uh, so, but uh, let's talk about pursuit. Let's go back to pursuit because the, uh, the tightrope of pursuit and not having to navigate that, especially in today's world is a privilege because it is, it is a borderline impossible thing to navigate that you have to, you have to, to implement a strategy that is going to allow you to like seek your mate, but then in a way that's not only acceptable by society standards, but also acceptable by the people that you're trying to attract and sometimes those two are are 100 at odds with each other and and so like like what's what's to be said about that is that it is absolutely a tightrope and the pursuit of it so like chris D'Elia, who sent out text texts being like want to make out and he's like i didn't realize that that was the wrong way and when he said that and by the way again caveat i fucking hate everything that 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 he said in this entire thing and like who he is as a person because he doesn't trade but when he said, I, I thought that that was probably the best way to go about doing that. I thought to myself, yeah, that was probably the best way to go about doing that. Because what was he going to like try to like be all flirty? Funny? The opposite is, is them saying that he gaslit everyone because he was like trying to be like lovey-dovey, like rope you into a relationship emotionally. Right, right exactly. He was actually, from what he says, he was actually trying to do the thing where like, listen, I'm in Seattle for one and a half days. Do you want to have sex with me? Yeah. And by the way, I don't like... Uh, I don't judge anybody's uh libido for la- la- lack of a better word. Like, like if you wa- want to do it in every city or basketball, who, everybody who who has the a lot of people who have the ability to do it, rock stars, and a lot of people don't. It's the person, so that's not even my problem. We talk about specific behaviors, luring two girls over under false pretenses, making them drinks while you don't drink. That's creepy behavior. It's definitely creepy. The whole like I go to different cities and try like, to sleep with I, women. I, there's people who've already DM'd me like there's 40 people yeah. and I just go through them that to me is just like well you're a successful person if we go on Elon Musk's DMs I'm sure he could like do you know what I mean like it's yeah. crazy 100% 100% and so he he's trying to navigate this and by the way I think that that uh, when also, trying to navigate too, right? well yeah we'll get to that in a second but just to, to try to navigate 
the world of how to act when you're a famous person and girls are throwing themselves at you and you love sex that is that probably leads to a sickness which is the feeling that you can just take your dick out like in, in any situation dude this fame shit and obviously it's always been a thing in culture but with social media i think it's gotten outrageous and i think it should be studied because and britney spears being the fucking poster child of how we make people gods we make them fucking gods who can get whatever they want and then they generally end up fucking up because they go wait i thought i could just get what i want and like by the way people are accountable for their actions not everyone's taking their dick out but what i'm saying is what i'm saying is there's this level of like we have to stop treating people like gods and then being like you thought you were a god like by the way when kanye uh when kanye fucking made his album title yeesus and everyone was freaking out i was like yeah uh y'all have been treating him me included like jesus for the past 15 years right we did this together we did this we did this together i agree i agree look i'm not i'm not i'll 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 recap real quick i'm not pro take your dick out but i'm just saying that sometimes the societal standards (laughs) and the cultural the cultural norms that we have in place are presenting an incredible uh double standard and because that so much of the media and public sphere is this attack on men and masculinity i'm just here to to at least point out and i like being vocal about it that the double standards 100 are existing on the other way and i'm not here to say that men have it so bad of course we don't fucking have a bed we're great but the, Dog, but, the but, only but, problem here i agree with your double standard and whatever but the, the the actual solution would be like nobody get naked ever which is the law anyway or everybody get naked always but the thing is <laughs> the thing about this is what you have to realize is man takes his dick out unwanted there's danger afoot in a lot of cases women does it people take more shots uh, of alcohol so it's like this historical data will show one's dangerous and one is not so i uh fair 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 that's all you, you gotta know, say you about know that, that joke with that's like do you know uh the number one threat to men like bears you know the number one threat to women men like it's like uh, men i want men to fucking keep it together you know that fucking meme are men okay like no they're not okay they're f- there's a problem right let's let's rain everyone rain it rain it in amen um that's 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 all i gotta say yeah that's that. all i gotta say uh I, I, it's it, these discussions are going to continue to be had for a long period of time like it's, it's i think it's crumbling is, i'm 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 positive it's crumbling it's it's going to align almost per- <laughs> it's going to align almost perfectly with whatever we consider the breaking point of covid like like obviously like there will be a year of breaking points just you don't trust you don't believe me you don't believe me keep going just keep going obviously there will be a year of breaking points where it's like more and more society is becoming more and more normal but when we're when we're starting to see like a normalcy or feel a normalcy or whatever this shit is going to become you will never hear a Cherokee Jeep story again. You will never hear an apology of this and that because we're, we, will, we will be doing heroin in the heroin den. Like we, we just won't, we're, it's going to be, there's going to be just, what's the word um, for too much opulence or whatever. There, there's just going to be like too much. We're not, we're going to be too busy and be like, shut up about Trump. That's what we're going to be. I I mean, I hope you're right. I, I'm right. I, I, look, I look forward to it. I'm so right because, because we're, we're getting to the point where these apologies are like, Wait, who who apologized last week for and what for for what did they do? And, right. And 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 like the, here's the point: bad people have never apologized. It's always it's always people who like like we always say who agree with 
the side. They're, they're apologizing for things. Right. That, it's 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 definitely the left who's who's probably doing the most apologizing. Doug, they begged Justin Timberlake for a week and a half to apologize. He apologized, and literally, I don't know if you read the message. He apologized for his whiteness in the message. As a white man, I should have been better, et cetera, et cetera. In this case, they hated it. They hated it. They said, "You fuck. This sucks. This is a bad apology." No, no real person cares anymore. It's just like everyone just be do your best. That's if I was a parent to America, do your best out there. Go get them. <laughs> go get them. Go get them, kiddo. Hey, listen, you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win the game. You're not the best soccer player. Go have fun out there. Go have fun. Go have fun out there. <laughs> That's the pod. That's the pod. Ugh. Peace, everybody. Peace.